hot mess, mamas. Yep, I see you. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day. Try to catch up on the house while the laundry compounds, and you haven't even been able to take a shower for some reason. Your dreams of having kids didn't quite look like this, did they? When you were on Pinterest, you went to Instagram, and you thought that it would be so magical. Guess what? Permission to love being a mom, but to struggle actually liking it some days. Am I right? Guess what? I'm here to tell you that even though you're a super busy, sometimes crazy, stay-at-home mama, there is still a beautiful vibrancy to your life that I want to help you untap. I want to help you every single messy moment of every single day. Yes, even the poo on the floor. No too soon, you're in the right space. If you're looking for easy, simple, practical hacks and fun little tidbits that are going to make your life as a mom so much easier and way more fun because I believe there's joy tucked inside every moment. You just have to learn how to live with more intention and let go of all that stress of making it so perfect. Welcome to the anti-perfect yet super vibrant side of motherhood. The Busy Vibrant Mom Podcast with your host, Michelle Bird. Hey, mamas, welcome to the Busy Vibrant Mom Podcast. And I'm your host, Michelle Bird. Today, we're going to talk about outrageous outsourcing, right? Isn't that fun? As a mom, our days can be crazy. You are the one who remembers all the things like picture day, what to have in people's lunches, packing lunches, jackets, stuff in the car, special stuffed animals, names of stuffed animals, where a book might be, where a kid placed the last thing that they now suddenly need, tiny treasures hidden throughout the house. The list goes on and on. Who has soccer practice or sports practice? What time it is, what they need, what special notes about that if they need to be picked up early, all kinds of crazy things. Not to mention all the things about school. Now that we're doing distance learning, it's, I think, a whole new level of hyperspeed trying to figure out with each class, what are they learning? What do you need to stay on top of? What are they currently doing? What is our teacher asking them? What are they assigned? When does it do? Are they on task? Are they taking care of it? So many more things that you're already stressed out about trying to get all the other thousands of things on your to-do list done, right? Oh my goodness. And what happens if, God forbid, you go away on a girl's weekend or maybe with your spouse or perhaps just need a break, go somewhere by yourself, or if you get sick, break a leg, something happens, you're in the hospital... Does the whole house fall apart? (laughs) Do your kids and husband go running from the house like wild banshees? Do they come off screaming and freak out the neighbors? Let's really try to avoid such things. In this episode, we will talk about setting up an easy system that will give you a bit more peace and help your family be sane and functioning even through the rough patches. 
So even when there's times that don't apply to the normal and they're crazy days, crazy weeks, sudden emergencies, all those stressors, this is not to say it will pick up all those pieces and that life will just be magically wonderful. I wish it was. I could wave my magic wand, but this will give you an extra tool to help make your life a little less chaotic and a little less crazy than it usually is, right? Shall we be real? All right. So the first thing you need to do is to have a Google calendar. I know everybody, most everybody has a Google account and a Google calendar, but it's really important to merge your calendar with your husband's calendar. This is easily done and usually you can see it on the side. It'll have different colors for different calendars. We had one for our kids originally, I think, but then all their stuff just ends up being on my calendar anyway. So it didn't make sense to have about five calendars. We only have two at this point, my husband's and mine, and we just merge them together so I can see in green what his dates are of what he's doing. And in blue, I can see what my things that I'm doing or me and the kids are doing. So here on the calendar is where we keep all of our doctor's appointments, any notes about what to bring to school, where and when, all those kinds of things. So on that Google calendar, you can also put reoccurring events. So every other Thursday, we have a Bible study group that meets. Sometimes they meet at our house, sometimes they meet at somebody else's house. But you can set that up on your Google calendar for every other Thursday just to be reoccurring. So it pops up on your calendar. Other reoccurring events you can do would be daily. You can set it for as coaching. I connect with my clients a lot that first week where they jump on program. And so I have to remember every day that week to give them a call or connect with them at the specific time that we've decided. So on my Google calendar, I can set up call so-and-so at this time and set it to start one day and then to end another certain day. So it'll just last a week. We often also put in times that we're gonna be gone on our Google Calendar. I like to, for vacations, put in a long giant strip So it kind of says we are going to be going to this place and you can start it on one day and end it on another. And so that will carry through all the way and you can visually see it. If you're looking at a month at a time of your calendar, you can see, okay, we're leaving this day. We're going to be gone this day. We're back these days. It gives you more of a bird's eye view of planning and looking at all those things. But if I were to suddenly get sick or be gone and the kids had a doctor's appointment at some certain time and Stephen didn't know about it, then of course we'd miss it. But if all those things are on the calendar, all he has to do is look at the calendar and know at this time, so-and-so has a doctor's appointment or at this time, Bo has to go to the podiatrist or all kinds of things. So all that information is on the Google Calendar so I don't have to keep it in my brain. Anything I can put on our Google Calendar, I do, so that it's just easier. I don't have to think about it, including reoccurring events, including all, as I said, appointments, all things 
in those times. I also put a note if there's something that a child needs to bring a certain day, like maybe they're studying apples and they need to bring a special type of apple on that day. I would make a note on the Google Calendar and then set it for the entire day. So it pops up at the very top of my list of things that are happening that day. So I know they have to bring something or sometimes they have to wear something at spirit day or all those kind of uh, crazy things. So it also helps with if you have to bring something or you wear something or do something. The other tip I have is usually if I have to bring something to a meeting or maybe there's a girl's night and I'm bringing a bottle of wine or appetizers or something, I will put the event of what it is, what time, and then in parentheses, I'll put what I need to bring. And that also helps because when it pops up in my calendar, I know, okay, I have a girl's night on Friday and I need to bring a bottle of wine. Okay, great. Then it helps me not to forget what I need to bring and where I need to be and what time. So that's super helpful. I would challenge you to get that set up. It may take a little bit at the beginning, but once it's in place and rolling, it's amazing and helps so much. If I was gone or not here or something happened, it would be so easy for Steven to pick up the pieces. The next huge puzzle piece that will help you out in outsourcing and kind of getting things together is to make a list of all the household jobs that you do. This list can be a normal list, like getting clothes set out for the next day, tidying up things, making sure the rooms are picked up and laundry is in the laundry room, beds are made, folding laundry, emptying the dishwasher, making lunches, setting the kitchen table, cleaning up the kitchen after dinner. So washing dishes, putting them in the dishwasher, walking a dog or a pet, feeding a pet if you have one of those. All of our pets currently are stuffies, so they do not require anything else but being thrown in the wash every once in a while, which is all fine by me for now. I feel like I have three small tiny pets, so it's really fine having three children. (laughs) Hey mama! This episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. So yes, determine this list of what you do during a daily basis as a mom, and then determine what kind of chores your kids can do depending on their ages maturity. I would say my daughter is far more mature and some of the things I would be a little bit more trustworthy for her to do, but I have to also challenge myself to be okay with the boys doing it. They may be a little bit more rough and tumble as they empty the dishwasher or 
clean off their plates and jam them into the dishwasher or do crazy things. But in the end, they still need to learn all these skills. So it's really important to have them do as much as they can. Right now, we're working through getting more of that off my plate and onto theirs. I have to admit, I'm not very good at letting other people do things. I often find that It's just faster if I do it myself, but I know that I need to teach them independence and I need to be patient with them just as when they were little and learning to tie their shoes or they were learning to get dressed that I need to be patient in this process of teaching them new chores and new things that they can be doing to help out. And it will take a while for us to get into that groove and then to be able to speed up a little, but it's super Super important that they be involved. So that's at least my one challenge. I have my hand up over here. That's my issue to focus on and totally understand. I think as a mom, it's really hard to give up control sometimes of how things are done because you want it done a certain way. But it's also hard to have people outsource and help you. Oftentimes it feels like you just need to step in and do it. And that's not always the case. That brings us to the next point, which is talking about asking for help and what can other people do for you. Now, this, as I said, as a mom is kind of hard to do to swallow your pride and ask other people to help, but it's so important. So you need to ask yourself, what do you need help with and what can you outsource? Are there chores that your husband can take over on a daily basis? Are there chores that your kids can take over? Are there things that somebody else can do for you? Each of these things are so important. It's really important to have a friend or at least some other school connection so that if you ever can't get over to pick up your kids, that a friend can do it in an emergency situation and that you can then race over later and pick them up. But it's always good to have a buddy just in case you need something. As far as picking up children, connecting them with sports, shuttling them around, all those important things. Another really important thing is what can your husband help you with? My husband is quite amazing and he feels that it's his job to do all the cooking. So he has taken that off my plate for many years and I love it. I don't have to stress about what we're going to make or how we're going to do things. We do make meal plans during the week and then I'll usually go and pick up what we need. But he makes dinner every night and he also does all the dishes. So I usually make a quick meal for the kids, which is pretty easy and usual. That I usually have cut up and ready to go, extra veggies and things that they will eat, and it's pretty easy to get going. And my husband does far more of the cooking later when we eat dinner, or if we have people over, he cooks, and he is incredible. So in that sense, he does all the cooking for me which outsources that whole task, which is huge. The other question would be, what can your kids take over? Our kids, their ages are seven, nine, and 10, almost 11. And they can take over emptying the dishwasher, putting their plates in the dishwasher, cleaning up after themselves, picking up their rooms, getting dressed, putting away toys, 
making sure their rooms are neat and clean, making their beds. They also can vacuum and dust, clean bathrooms, and generally they're pretty handy. They are really good helpers with chores around the house and with cleaning up outside and all kinds of things. On a daily basis, they get up, make their bed, make sure their room is clean, put their clothes in the laundry room sink, and then grab their water and head downstairs for breakfast. They eat breakfast in the morning and then grab all the things that they need for school the next day. They grab their lunches and those are usually already packed because we pack them the night before and they throw in a cooler thing, ice cube thing to keep it cold, zip it up and put it in their backpacks and they're responsible for getting their backpacks all ready to go, their water and shoes and everything like that and hopping in the car. It is a huge help to get them going and it also helps get some of their energy out, helps them be less rambunctious, but also more gratitude because when somebody else does do something and they don't have to do it, they're very thankful. The other thing is what kind of chores or things can you have somebody else take over? I know with this podcast, there's certain things I'm not very handy with electronically. I know, crazy, right? So I can outsource them and have somebody else do them for me and then post them or take care of them, use them on the back end. But I can always have somebody else do a project for me as far as that goes. The other huge thing that we outsource is cleaning. We used to clean. I used to do all the cleaning and I had a rotating schedule of doing all the upstairs, doing vacuuming and dusting of all the rooms. And then the next week I would do vacuuming and dusting of downstairs. And then the following week I do all the bathrooms. And then that one week off I would do all the floors or anything else that needed to be cleaned. And then I'd start again. It just got to be way too much when I had three kids. And especially since each one of them are 21 months apart. When they were little, it was just too much to get done. I would find that I was cleaning a bathroom and all of a sudden... Somebody would need me. I would get interrupted. I would go help out whoever it was and come back and I'd have maybe five minutes and then somebody else needed me and I'd get interrupted again and go back. I was getting less and less done because I'd have to think about where was I? What was I doing before every time when I stopped and then restarted? So it's a huge blessing having somebody clean. They're able to do what would take me four or five days to get done. They can get done in one day, get it all clean, and it's gorgeous and finished. I'd have to say this is the number one thing that has saved our marriage because we have had fights about when are we going to clean? I don't have enough energy to clean. It's too busy. What do we need to take off of our plate to get this done? And I don't want to clean, but we need to and all kinds of fun arguments. So it's been a huge life-changing thing just to have somebody else clean and take that over for us. We still want to make sure that our kids know how to clean things and that they are responsible and respectful. We do not treat the person who cleans as a hired help more like she is a friend. We do all that we can to bend over backwards and help her. And it's just an amazing relationship. So I would challenge you if you find that you can't do it all, definitely take a moment and see what can somebody else help you with. 
Now, this overall is just an imperfect model. Doing your Google Calendar, listing out all the household chores, figuring out what you can outsource. It's a good way to start, and this is the framework to help get you started. But you will actually need to do the work of getting organized, and you'll need to swallow your pride and take off that mom badge of exhaustion and doing all the things and actually ask for help. I would say that is the hardest. As moms, we are often encouraged to keep going and be exhausted and do all the things and know all the things and take care of all the things. But that's really not a way that you can live and be sustained. It's a short-term goal, like running a race, but at the end, we're running a marathon and we want to be able to pour into other people's lives, especially those around us, meaning our husband and our kiddos. And if there's nothing left for us, if we are exhausted and our energy is depleted and we don't get time just to take a deep breath, we find that our cup is empty and we are just not able to pour into the lives around us as much as we are called and as much as God wants us to. So take a break, swallow your pride and make sure that you ask for help. You definitely can do this. Take small steps to get organized and it will give you so much more peace. But you probably still need to remind your family to help out. They probably will forget where things go or how to look things up, but it will be worth it in the end once you teach them. Your kids will gain new independence. Your spouse will gain knowledge of how to pick up the pieces when you can't. And you, my friend, may gain peace of mind knowing that you have a little less on your to-do list. Now go and have an amazing, busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!